Welcome everybody to CG Cast. Today I have Bryn Morrow with me. He went to the Vancouver Film School and he'll be talking it talking about it today with us since um, Nick requested that I interviewed somebody that went there to see how it stacks up. Hey Bryn, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey man. Uh yeah, I'm uh I'm about to, I'm 27 years old now, and uh, I'm originally from South Africa. Um, and yeah, I mean, I heard about VFS um, quite a while ago, actually, probably say five, six years ago now. And uh, you know, I come from an art background, uh, big into my painting and uh, my drawing and uh, ceramics and that side of thing. And I was like, you know, I heard about VFS and wanted to combine it, you know, do some kind of CG stuff as well, and um, yeah, I managed to get out there and uh, yeah, put together a, a reel, and uh, I'm pretty happy with the reel. And um, yeah, it was a really good school. Um, how did you get in? Was getting into the VFS hard? Did you have to do anything special? Um, well, uh, you know, they they require that you submit um, a portfolio, and uh, you know, with uh, some traditional. They like to see obviously life drawing skills, um, and it's really sort of a postgraduate school. So they would expect you to either have studied uh, at university before, or um, um, I'd say that you just got to be able to show them that you got a very strong traditional background. And you know, if you've worked, if you've done some CG work before, which a lot of the guys that do go to the school have done. Um, you know, you got to show that too. Oh, awesome. How's how's like the atmosphere there? Is it friendly or what? Oh yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's very. Um, you know, it's it's one year and it's uh, extremely intensive course. So, um, yeah, it is friendly, but you know, you're spending every single second at school. Like I'd say that I was spending probably. From nine o'clock until three o'clock in the morning every day, um, and then when I was doing my reel, I was like crazy, even even longer, like uh, you know, babysitting renders until I don't know, until six in the morning, <laughs> whatever it takes, man. You know, it's uh, but the people are like awesome. You know, it's really important that you know when you go to school there and the class that you actually. Join, which is kind of hard to actually, you know, you won't ever have any control over that. But you know, it's it's really good and really important if the students are are really uh, talented too, because you know you guys bounce off each other all the time. And, you know, a lot of the time you're learning stuff off of them, you know, because they learned the stuff uh, from the teacher better than you did originally or whatever. So um, it's very important. You know, your classmates are very important. Oh, cool. Um, let's. What? Um, what was your favorite thing about the school, and what was your least favorite thing about it? <sighs> I'd say my favorite thing about the school, I suppose, was um, the. You know, I'm really big into sculpting, and we had a really good sculpting teacher there. Um, and you know, just I think for me, the, my favorite thing was, and also life drawing. You know, they. they they got a really tough schedule, and then you know they just kind of sit you down, and you do sort of an hour or two of life drawing a day, uh, and then sort of further up in the later terms, you'd be doing sort of sculpting. Well, that's if you, you know, if you 
become a modeler, if you go into the modeling stream, let's say, uh, you'd be doing sculpting. And, you know, those those classes for me was, I'd say, you know, the coolest thing that I enjoyed about VFS. And also, you know, just Vancouver, it's really nice. You know, it's a really nice area, nice country. I mean, sorry, nice city. You know, Canada's a nice country too, but, you know, it's a really nice city. And it's it's very diverse, you know, artistically. And, uh, and that's one of the, you know, for me, that's one of the favorite things about coming to the school is the, the city as well was really good. I'd say something about the, the school that was sort of my least favorite thing, I'd say, it was probably, you know, the hours that he had to put in, and also animation. I'm like a huge animation fan. Although, uh, hey, actually, I like animation, and I like watching it, but you know, doing it is a little tedious for me, and it's my favorite thing. Okay, so... You should let like, Okay, I have Luke with me, okay. and he's a, a special guest. Would you like to ask something, Luke? I was going to say, do you think you benefited from VFS? Um, yeah, I mean, totally. Um, because I probably wouldn't have been able to, you know, put in the amount of work um, at all on my own. And, uh, and obviously, it just benefited from the other students, man, because, you know, the constant, the constant critiques and, you know, just learning to take a critique properly and, uh, and you know, being able to respond to critique, you know, in the right way. It's very important, and uh, it just I totally think that, you know, obviously if it wasn't for VFS, you know, I wouldn't have landed the job that I have, and um, yeah, I'm really stoked that, you know, VFS just, yeah, I totally benefited. I mean, there's obviously a lot of schools out there as well, um, but, you know, this is an immersion program, so, you know, it's like a three-year course or whatever crammed into one year, and, you know, and they say it's like that. You have to really work hard, and... Uh, and, and that, you know, working really hard like that and suddenly being put into a studio environment kind of sets you up for the industry and, and what it's really like, you know. And that's uh, that's really important because obviously, you know, the fact that it's only a year as well is, is good because, you know, software is constantly changing. There's always new software coming out. Yeah, no, totally, you know, bouncing off the students and that um, is, is really important. Um, and the fact that it's an immersion program and... Uh, you know, they throw you into a studio environment and, uh, you know, it really sets you up for, um, you know, going into uh, a studio and uh, just understanding how it works and the fact that you've put in so many hours before, you know, there's nothing they can throw at you now that's just going to be, like, uh, a shock to you as far as work and uh, load of work is concerned. Uh, can you explain what you mean by, like, a studio environment? Can you give, like, an example? Um, well, I'd say that, like... Um, Perhaps, uh, you know, we had sort of group assignments in that um, in sort of in a uh, sort of in the third term where, you know, we've got a, an art director that would sort of, um, you know, give us a project and we would have to split ourselves uh, ourselves into, you know, different groups where, you know, one of us would be the, doing the texturing, one would be the modeling, um, you know, one would uh, do the animation. Um, and then obviously camera moves and, you know, just put you into sort of an environment where you have to, um, you know, you have to actually produce this, this short or whatever it is that you're actually doing. Um, at the same time, you'd have sort of either the, the customer or we would have sort of, you know, something like the, the teacher that would actually be, you know, acting like the customer, I'd say, and saying, you know, I want to change this, I want to change that, and, you know, and, uh, you know, that's kind of how... Because yeah. he, he was actually working for Mainframe at the time, 
um, and kind of put us into like a mock situation, which is uh, which is really good. And obviously, when I say studio environment, it's just saying that you're sitting in front of a computer, I guess, uh, and, and the layout is very studio-esque. You know. um, but that depends, obviously, because I mean a lot of you know a lot of companies like to set it out in sort of a functional design. You know, you know, really want to sort of facilitate um, you know a person's um, artistic flair or whatever. But you know. That's what I mean, I guess. Yeah, that sounded that sounds like very cool and sounds very cool. Um, can you tell us? So, what's... I was say, would would you say that it built your team building skills up as well as anything else that you learned while you were there? Oh, completely, completely. Um, I mean, you know, obviously you're producing a reel that is, uh, you know, it's your own reel, so it's not a group reel, um, but you still do, um, you know, group assignments which you can. You know, put in, say, for instance, you're going for a job or whatever in your resume, and you can still talk about group assignments, and you you know you can give uh, reference to them, uh, and also um, you know have references as as well that can sort of you know identify how you did as a as a group uh, within a group, and uh, you know your role in the group and how you responded. I think that's really important. Uh, and obviously, you know, the reel that you produce is like like I said, it's just it's your own reel, and uh, it also shows your own dedication to your own work, but um, you know uh, the fact that you're working. You know, even though um, it is, like I said, your own reel. Like you, everybody that you're working with, and they're working on their own reels. Everybody's putting in, man. Everybody's putting into your stuff. You're putting into their stuff, and uh, yeah, if it definitely, if it wasn't for them, um, I wouldn't say that I would have, uh, you know, wouldn't have produced the reel that I did. You know, so yeah, was, yeah, I think it's very important. Uh, did you make? Do you have a, Do you still re, um, retain contact with some of the guys you met at the Vancouver Film School? Oh yeah, I mean the thing is, it's uh, very international, right? So um, you know, my class, I had guys from Spain, Portugal. Uh, there's actually quite a few Canadians, and apparently, from what I heard, that there's not many Canadians that are actually in uh, in the classes, but there were quite a few um, in my class. Um, so, but there was guys from Taiwan, China. Um, uh, I guess me from South Africa, um, from the states. Loads of guys from the states, all different parts of the states, from Mexico, um, and obviously they had to leave. You know, a lot of them they didn't have extended visas or, or anything like that, so they left. But you know, we still keep in contact on uh, MSN and you know, our Friendster accounts on, on the internet. And, uh, in fact, we've actually got our graduation on Friday, um, and not everybody's obviously going to be able to come because everybody's gone. A lot of people have gone back to their countries, so. but uh, a lot of guys wanted to find work out here. So you know, there's still quite a few of us out here, and we still hang out and uh, you know work on you know because we still. I mean, I'm still doing work, you know, on my own stuff, and recently now with other companies, and uh, you know, I, you know, it's good to get some feedback as well in your own personal work, um, and. Uh, yeah, we all stick together. It's just really cool. You know, you definitely built up a, a bunch of friends that you can definitely see in, in the industry in the future and, uh, you know, some really good contacts there. That's, that's pretty good. Um, it's all about social networking. Yeah, totally, man. I mean, I guess, I mean, I'm not too familiar with the industry because I haven't worked in the industry. I'm not going to say that I have, but uh, from what we've, you know, been drumming into our heads all the time is, you know, it's all about... Um, you know, make, building a network of, uh, of people that you know, you know, because sort of six or seven of the guys in my class already, 
um, you know, have gotten jobs and are already working in the industry. Um, fortunately, I'm also one of them now, and uh, you know what that does is it builds up your network, and uh, you know you know somebody in the studio, and he knows you, and you know it's all word of mouth. It becomes word of mouth at the end of the day. I mean, it's hard to break in, but once you get in, then uh, as long as you know lots of people, it all works out. Um, can you tell us what kind of software they used at the school, or do you get to choose your own, or are you limited to one? Um, well, you know, VFS, when I um, started and when I graduated, was traditionally uh, XSI-based. Uh, we used XSI, um, or Software Module XSI, which is really cool for modeling. Um, and actually, for animation, it's not too bad either. But, um, um, you know, and I also use ZBrush towards the end. We've got a few ZBrush licenses. Uh, but um, they don't, they didn't sort of tie you down to a specific software. I mean, they teach you XSI so that you know XSI really, really well. But we also had uh, Maya classes as well. But I, from what I've heard, and in fact, I can, you know, I can definitely say that they've become, it's turned into a Maya school now. So everything is, they're going to be teaching in Maya now. And so, get a new set because they're going to be doing Motion Builder and, uh, you know, because just for the animation side of things. And if you, you know, key modeler, then um, you know, when you get to say term four, they're going to give you um, extensive um, knowledge on XSI as well and on Maya as far as modeling is concerned. Because you know it doesn't necessarily matter in which program you actually learn modeling in uh, or or animation really, but they're they're really mixing it up, and I think it's going to become more of a Maya house, you know, Maya school. So there's no love for 3D Max. Um, well, in fact, there's, there's a few guys using 3D Studio Max now, but uh, you know that's just their own choice, and you know they came into the school with that kind of background, uh, and they still learned to XSI, uh, and they wanted to just uh, stick with Studio Max, or, um, but um, it was never a Studio Max out. But I guess you know that company's taken over, uh, you know, so it's taken over Maya or whatever, so. I guess it's going to become something more like that, but yeah, not not when I was there, it was never much of a Studio Max house. No. But it's a cool software; it's really cool. I've used it. <laughs> uh, which one do you prefer, personally? Uh, personally, I would say that I prefer XSI only because I know it pretty well. But um, for modeling, that is, uh, if I was gonna, if I was an animator, and you know, I did we studied animation as well. Um, I think I'd probably go with Maya. Um, just because of the way you can set keyframes, and uh, you know, I just I just liked Maya for that type of thing, even though I wasn't really good at animation or I just didn't pursue it. But I've been you know modeling in Maya recently, um, and it just seems to take more steps to do what you want to do, whereas in XSI it's uh, it's a lot more user friendly, I'd say, a lot more intuitive to um, uh, you know just. It just seems to be a lot easier to use. Um, although when the meshes get much higher, it's kind of nicer to use Maya. Actually, so the audience tool is pretty cool. Have you modeled in modeled in Max? Because I want to know how Max compares to XSI. Um, no, no, unfortunately. Um, but I can say from from here from other people that um, as far as modeling is concerned, it's better than Maya. Um, in modeling terms, but it doesn't quite touch X. <laughs> okay. 
Well, it's close. It's got so. You see, the thing is, it's got so. It's you know, it's been around so long, and it's got it's got all the cool tools, but it just seems to be too many. It hasn't been set, laid out, sort of easier to use. You know, so you have to really search through the stuff to find it. But they're there. You know, the tools are there. Oh, that's cool. Too. This is what I've heard. I want. I want to try out exercise. I'll download the demo. Oh so. yeah, man. You. It's well, exercise five. I've been working with exercise five, and whew, wow, it's just. It's so easy. I mean, I can totally model something like in half the time in XSI, you know, than I can say Maya. But you know, I, I just go back and forth. I'll do a little bit of stuff in say XSI, you know, the, the the lower proxy stages, and then I kind of bring it into Maya when it gets heavier and, and use some of the tools that Maya's got. And, um, but I guess you know, when you work for a company, then you know they got proprietary stuff, which have you know, their TDs are built in, you know, certain. You know, plugins for Maya, which can already do this. Just that's, that's kind of what the industry is like, anyway. So, um, what are your goals in in life? What do you want? Do you want to work at like Pixar? Or you want to start your own studio, or what? Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna be uh, flying up sort of in the new year to San Diego. I'm gonna be working for Pendulum Studios, um, and they kind of do game cinematics and um, uh, 3D shorts and sort of adverts and that type of thing. Um, visual effects shots for TV, uh, for TV stuff and that. So, um, you know, my current goals are to, you know, do some, you know, do the best work I can do for them. Um, unfortunately, they're giving me some really good opportunities there. Um, I'm really interested in sort of uh, sculpting as well. I've been doing quite a bit of sculpting lately. I really enjoy that, so I obviously want to pursue that still and keep sculpting. And obviously, ZBrush um, is is amazing. I love working with the program too. And uh, fortunately, our pipeline um, uses a lot of ZBrush. So um, I guess um, I wouldn't say I want to start my own um, uh, production company at all. But yeah, you know, I'd, I'd like to see exactly you know how it runs. You know. And uh, where I'd like to fit in, I really enjoy texturing. Texturing is like um, another huge part of it for me. Uh, and fortunately, you know, I enjoy you know all three of those things. So you know, I start modeling and I enjoy modeling, um, and then I can take a break and texture, um, and then I really get into the texturing, take another break, start modeling, and that's just totally how I like it. Um, and it's cool that I can do both things for a company. Oh, that's excellent. Um, you were speak. You, you said you like to sculpt. Do you think sculpting has helped you with your modeling? Has it influenced it? Totally, totally. Um, I think that you know, it, it's pretty clever the way the effects kind of you know design their uh, the classes around sort of you know modeling. Say for instance, we're we've been given a human body to start modeling. Um, then we'll be kind of sculpting. Um, you know, a body at the same time, maybe, or sculpting a head, and um, I just think that you know, you realize how easy it is to just sculpt. You can just put something in a place that you want to put it, you know. And then, when you're in 3D, you're kind of learning, you know, how to put it where you want to put it. But it's basically the same. And uh, I think for me, sculpting is a little different because um, I don't know. I just really like working with my hands as well. So. Uh, but I, I think you know realizing something in 3D is very important. If you can realize it, you know, in a sculpture, you already realize it, and then you know from there to the computer, it's just a lot easier, a heck of a lot easier.
So, I mean, it's one thing to kind of decipher a 2D drawing and try and work what the 3D side of things is going to be. It's, you know, it's definitely way better, I'd say, if you could sculpt it first. So do you recommend um, that modelers or people interested in 3D take sculpting classes? Totally, man, totally. Um, especially for modelers, I'd say. I mean, you know, animators is not like the biggest... Well, it depends, you know, a lot of animated... Uh, a lot of guys in my class that did animation reels, they really, really enjoyed sculpting too, and their models were excellent, you know, because exercise definitely facilitates uh, a modeler, you know, because uh, it's, like I said, it's easy to use for modeling. So, um, you know, everybody's models were really good. Um, you know, as it was, um, I mean, whether you take it to a different level is up to you, but uh, I definitely think sculpting is um, uh, it's very important, uh, and it always will be, I think, because just, you know, getting someone's head around, you know, it's one thing to go, okay, well, you're actually making it in 3D on a computer, but I think, you know, if you see yourself making it, like sculpting it, you know, you understand what goes into what you're really doing, what the different angles that you can look at something from, from the top, from the side, from the tree, you know, all those different angles, and then you realize that you can do that in the computer too. And, you know, it's kind of, it works hand in hand, and if, you, if you're doing sculpting at the same time as modeling, it really, really helps. I think I'll go buy some clay when I have some free time. Yeah, get yourself some sculpty, super okay. sculpty. Okay, cool. Uh, do you know any resources on the net for sculpting? Uh, I, I, you know, CG Talk has got like a really nice sort of uh, forum for, for sculpting there as well. But I, um, I think that you know, uh, Zebra Central, they've got like a lot of um, sort of traditional sculpting on there as well, where uh, people are um, you know putting up sculptures and you know trying to get some good feedback. Unfortunately, uh, I mean, you know, I've got a friend out here who's actually a teacher at BFS as well. Gideon Hay, and uh, he does so much stuff. I mean, he's he's really good, and uh, fortunately, you know, he's he's always willing to help out. You know, even if you if you've left the school, you know, you can always keep in touch with the teachers and uh, and find out what they're doing, and uh, just ask some questions, and you know, get some critiques on your work. So, um, you know, for me, I think it's more of it's a small, it's a very small kind of network uh, for sculptor for sculptors, I'd say, in Vancouver. Um, and you know, if you know the right people, and uh, you definitely, you can definitely, you know, expand your knowledge. Do you have any tips for people who uh, are interested in breaking into the 3D industry? Well, I'd say that uh, for me, um, it's very important to have gone to a 3D school um, because you know you you really understand what it takes, and just working with other people that are like really really talented as well just kind of opens your eyes to. To different, you know, possibilities and, and uh, just having your work critiqued is also really important. And I think that if someone wants to go into the industry, um, they need to they need to be aware of the fact that there's, there's guys out there that are like really good. And, you know, you really need to you really need to show your work to a lot of people and, and get some really good feedback to you know to you know to be able to take it for one. You know, some people just can't take criticism, but uh, also, you know, that's what the industry is all about, and you know, it's not as it's not just about being an artist. It's also about doing stuff, you know, with the client wants. And uh, I think definitely going to a three D school like VFS helped me. And uh, I think you know, if you want to break into the industry, I think you know, going to a three D school is really, really important. And obviously, you know, looking up all the different schools that there are out there, you know, and, uh, and looking at the reels and, and the quality of work that comes out of the schools, and uh, and then you know. 
you know, making that decision on your own as well. But um, definitely going to three school uh, is, is very, very important, I'd say. And, you know, uh, life drawing is important and uh, sculpting is very important, especially you know, for modelers. But if you want to get into the 3D industry, it's growing like crazy, you know, like out here now, you know, all this, you know, the, the next gen games and uh, you know, the games industry is just getting huge. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of jobs out there and uh, it's a really lucrative business and uh, they're looking for talented people. So, um, you know, I just I get that sort of little bit of background in the computer, you know, in the school, you know, like I, I don't specifically think that, you know, it's, it's really important to go to like a university, I'd say. Um, but I think to have a really good traditional background is really important for any school that you go to in 3D. So, and that definitely helps out. So yeah, I mean, if you do go to university first, that's great. You know, and you learn fine art skills, that's awesome, you know, but also, you know, the 3D, the 3D school is the most important, I think, you know, well, for me. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. Uh, Luke, do you have any questions? Yeah, I was going to say, he mentioned uh, levels of quality there. When you went to VFS, I can't remember what his name was. I think it was VFS. But VFS. did you notice varying range, the range of quality? How, were there many people that were better than you and people that were worse? What range was well, I think the the range um, in my class was well, we were very fortunate. Like there was, you know, everybody was extremely, extremely talented. But there were some guys that were a lot more technically talented that knew sort of uh, XSI and Maya and all the different software packages, you know, before we did or before I did. Um, and then obviously there were some guys that were just awesome artists and sort of you know they come from two D backgrounds and. Uh, you know, um, and all these people bring all this this um, all this information, all this experience into the pot, and you know, you just take from it, and um, you know, you give what you can give too. You know, some people are really good with color, and unfortunately, I'm you know, that's one of my strengths is uh, is you know, texturing and color and painting and that side of things. So, you know, I think that some just having really really talented people in your class definitely helps, and I think in VFS, um, especially the last three batches. They've been really, really talented. So the work, um, you know, the the quality of the reels have definitely been up there. You know, especially with the modeling. The modeling always is really good at VFS, but uh, the animation side of things, you know, VFS definitely push for the story. You know, story is very important because um, obviously a lot of the stuff goes to film festivals and that as well. So, you know. Uh, the animation obviously is important too, but you know they don't like a student just to sort of do a bunch of animation exercises, doing you know, a character picking something up, or a character doing this, a character jumping, character walk cycle. You know, I'd say that for them, story is really important as well. So to have a nice story that you can like, submit to a film festival or something that the school um, wants as well. You know, and uh, and for a student, that's good for a student, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get a job because you know a lot of companies just want to see specific animations that you can do, you know, so I think, um, uh, you know, uh, definitely the quality of work, uh, I mean, I don't mean to stray off the topic, but definitely quality of work and students being extremely, like in my class, I was really lucky, I mean, from what I've heard, my class was, you know, one of the, one of the most talented classes, and we were really lucky because we were bouncing off each other, and there was a lot of competition there, sort of healthy competition too, you know, and, uh, and then obviously the group, the group stuff really pulled us together, and, uh, by the end of it, you know, everybody's just pulling in and it just, uh, 
it's a really good experience. Yeah. Mm, that's awesome. Um, any more questions, Luke? Yeah. Well, if someone was to be an aspiring learner to learn to do three what three D, what would you recommend they did to help them learn? Like, how did you learn or major uh, to get into three D? Um. Well, I mean, uh, before I went to the school. I uh, I touched on sort of Maya. I did a, a model a little bit in Maya, but I really hadn't done that much because you know the techniques that they teach you in school is uh, completely different to what I was you know trying to do at home. You know, I had no idea really. Um, I think what's important is if you know you can draw and you can actually you can put to the table if you can like express your ideas on paper. At least that's they really push that. You need to be able to express your ideas on paper. Because if you can't express yeah. your ideas quickly on paper, then it's kind of, you know, industry, it's not, you know, that easy to understand. But then, obviously, 3D <clears throat> is taking over that, I'd say. Um, but I think if you wanted to get better at 3D before you go to, say, a school like VFS, I think, um, you know, if you, if, you, if you try to do a bit of box modeling, you know, that's, that's, that's really good. And just kind of understanding, you know, how a 3D program really works. Um. I'll ask you one more question, and that should be about it. Okay. Um, uh, can you tell us what inspires you? Um, I'd say what inspires me is just seeing some really awesome stuff on TV. You know, not on TV, but in the movies. You know, like uh, you know, recently watching Batman and Star Wars Three, and uh, the new Harry Potter, and uh, you know, just seeing some awesome stuff and what people are doing and also on CG Talk you know some really really inspiring stuff out there some people's work inspires me to actually get better and uh, and do more work and create more work you know I think that's definitely inspiring for me that's, that's good. Cool. Um, would you like to okay, look I was going to say on the subject of movies and films do you ever go to the cinema and look at something that's done in 3D and think what could be done better on it and analyze it in a 3D way instead of sitting down and watching the film? Totally. I mean, you know, after being at yeah. VFS, that's all <laughs> That's all you do. Um, and it's hard to enjoy movies anymore. But uh, I don't know. I, I Sometimes my brain just kind of like becomes just a big, you know, marshmallow and I just suck it all in, you know, and I don't even care anymore. You know, if I get caught up in the world, I get caught up in the world. But... I see these things and I try not to let them, you know, annoy me because there's a lot of things that you can see that just don't look real, it just don't look good, just looks so CG. And when I see those types of things, it does break the illusion. Um, and it happens a lot, you know, because we, you know, when you learn about, you know, the techniques of how certain things are done, you can just see that they use this technique and they got it wrong or whatever. And, um, and yeah, I think, I think that for me now happens all the time, you know, but, uh, um, for for the, the the new stuff, you know, this new Harry Potter, I was like blown away because uh, it was done so well. I think uh, the visual effects and that was was really good. And obviously, you can nitpick things, but I really I really think that you know the way it's going now, and I'm just looking forward to Narnia and uh, you know just the CG stuff that's coming out now is just amazing. You know, so yeah, um, yeah, it's easy to nitpick, and you can see problems. There's always problems, but. Uh, I think it's it's getting really close now. It's pretty exciting. You would would you like to plug your website or any websites at all? Um, I've got my website, brin3d.com. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, www.brin3d.com. B-R-I. Um, I've actually yeah, 3d.com. I've actually just recently updated it and turned it into a website, but it's 
it's very bare right now, and uh, there's a few things that aren't working. But uh, I'm definitely working on it. Uh, I'm not don't really come from sort of a web page design thing, but I'm, I made it myself. So, um, but yeah, um, yeah, that's about it. I'd say CG Talks also brilliant. Yeah. CG supports <laughs> us a lot. I like thank yeah. Um, oh, I mean, I'm I'm just checking CG Talk out every day. That and also uh, ZBrush Central, uh, some really cool stuff on there too. Really good, at, um, you know. Uh, tutorials and that. Um, well, thank you for doing the interview with us. Well, thank you, Olivia. And, yeah, I'm honored. I'm the one that's honored. Um, and thank you too, Luke, for hanging around too. Um, I would like yeah, to. I would like. To, right. um, I would like to say sorry for the the interference right now because uh, Bryn's microphone is not being nice, <laughs> and Skype was not being nice either today. So. We'll see. All right. Thanks, everybody, and goodbye. All right. Later. Goodbye.